0: Guys and welcome to episode 85 of the Go Home Show. I am your host Eric Bedour, along with my co-host tag team partner, best friend Brian Abu Abushakra. Brian, yo, how you doing today? I'm doing
1: good. Wow. How's it going,
0: Brian. We're wearing masks. We if are. Uh, you want to check this out, you go on over to YouTube.com/slash Eric Badur and you can see what what's going on. But Brian, we can't just look. We we can't be these masked men. We need people to know and see us. This is the first time we're streaming live over at Twitch.tv/slash Mega64 Podcast. That's right. Uh, uh and and people don't know people not are not sure what's going on uh but brian we need to unveil who we really are all right it was me podcast okay well yours was a little less grand than mine that's okay you can't win them all it was me podcast it was me all along ah son of a bitch guys we're here uh we're streaming for the first time Uh, on twitch.tv slash mega64podcast, where I think we'll be doing that regularly on Tuesdays. So Tuesday 7.45, tune in to twitch.tv slash mega64podcast. We'll interrupt the regularly scheduled uh, mega64TV for this. And uh, hopefully you guys will be joining us. Hopefully, uh, even if you don't know what the fuck wrestling is, maybe you'll want to stick around and see what's up, and maybe you'll start watching. You might learn. It's not maybe necessarily something you want to learn, but uh, maybe you will learn either way. Could be. It could be real. It's not over. How do you like it so far? Uh, so, this is uh, episode 85 of the Go Home Show. Brian, how has your week of professional wrestling been? Better than the last week.
1: <laughs> Significantly.
0: No. Raw was great. Yeah. Raw was great a week ago. Yeah, it was. Uh, if you like garbage. Uh, really night and day change from how Raw was last week to how Raw was this week. Absolutely. Of um, who... Who's in the matches and how important they feel. Yep. Because, man, they felt way more important on Raw this week than they did last week. That's right.
1: Um, what about your uh, week outside of wrestling? My week outside of wrestling was great. And What, what did you do? We just celebrated our sixth anniversary of uh, Mega 64 Game Days. I
0: just want to celebrate Mega 64 Game Days. Check out the official pin.
1: Yeah, this is the official pin. The official pin. There it is. There Designed, it is. designed by Jason Cryer. It is. Yeah. He made it look like garbage. It's official. Uh, like a 1967 Nova. Thing. <laughs>
0: we we had uh, we had game days this weekend up in Anacrime, Ana California. Yeah. Uh, in what can only be described as a real slobber knocker of an event. It was great uh keith apicary was there the aquabats came Mm -hmm. Uh, we had our own panels uh uh, with mega 64 Uh, we showed off some cool new stuff we showed some cool old stuff garrett was there uh spinning tracks dj disc Mm jockey the whole time and uh, so excited a lot of people came a lot of people from all over the united states and other countries a lot of uh, a lot of uk uh folks uh hop in the pond couple people from, uh, one guy came from Australia, somebody came from Germany. Really crazy. So, everyone who came... Thank you. Thank you. Uh, You'll see some cool wrap-up stuff hopefully this next week um, for Mega64 Game Days. uh, That day one event was awesome, where we do it. If you, I mean, if you're watching this, you definitely know what the fuck Game Days is. (laughs) But uh, for those uninitiated, I guess it's... um, where we all hang out with a bunch of fans for a weekend in Anaheim. We have a day one event at a hotel with panels and hangouts. Kickapoo Joy Juice was there. That's right. Keith Epicary. Cool. Keith Epicary had a booth. We had a whole bunch of like exclusive new posters and uh, things to buy. And uh, there's just like a lot of stuff hanging out. Yeah. And- whatever. And then uh, the next day is Disneyland with uh, the whole gang and hopefully we'll get that photo out really soon so you guys can see how many people were there because there were a billion. Oh my god. Um, So very cool. Very, very cool game days. Very cool, very nice. And if you tune into the regular Mega64 podcast, I'm sure you'll hear all about it. Um, But we can just say how fortunate we are to go every year because it's it's genuinely like the best weekend of the year every year. Absolutely.
1: Um, Man, it was a good time.
0: uh, Honestly, it's it's funny because it's fun, mm-hmm. but fuck, it's a lot of work. It is. God damn, is it a lot of work? We were checking people in. Uh-huh. I was running in circles. You were filming stuff. Yeah. We like, I was holding a microphone running around. Like, man, really crazy, really, really crazy. Like first day event stuff, mm-hmm. and, ho- and hopefully it only gets bigger. Keith yeah. Apicary fucking tore it up. Oh like, my god, the, he was so funny. The Aquabats had like a cool panel where they had where they showed off like some new stuff and did like some Q and A. It was uh, Bat Commander and Jimmy the Robot. Uh, they came and they hung out and super cool to everyone, took pictures with everyone and they were great the whole time. Keith Apicary was on before them and like tore the fucking place down. Yeah, it was great. Like, that guy's a monster.
1: I love him. I I, love him. I didn't really know much about any of what he does before Mm -hmm. this. I just knew who he was. Yep. And, uh, he made a fan out of me and I heard, I heard he felt like he, um, had a lot of people who said the same to him. Yeah. So. I think I think a
0: lot of you guys, if you came to Game Days, I think a lot of you guys uh probably are now fans of uh what Keith Apicary is and does. So funny. Uh I knew him mostly like i you know, I know his uh his crazy internet videos and stuff, but I know him mostly from he had a Twitter war with Dolph Ziggler. Um, which is hilarious. Yeah. But uh hopefully he has some stuff in the works that uh we can see him more involved in pro wrestling because he's a great Nathan Barnett, Keith Apicary is just a really great guy yeah. really cool i don't have like a negative thing to say about him at all i no. and, like what a fantastic guy to come and take his time out to to do a panel at game days and he seemed so excited to do it and i feel like everyone was just on the same page with him of just like let's get crazy there were people jumping and dancing with like their shirts off up on stage with them as uh, christian act uh, christian actors and models walked by uh, because that was like what was going on in the other part of the marriott so yeah. it was weird Um, but a lot of fun. And again, you guys will hear more about that probably this Sunday on the Mega64 podcast at 7 p.m. uh, Pacific. Uh, But other than that, Brian, anything going on in in the world of pro wrestling?
1: Not too much for Um, me.
0: I watched, uh, I heard so much about it, I made time to watch uh, Ishii versus Hanma at Power Struggle. Nice. Um, Which I think Dave, excuse me, I apologize for that cough. uh, Which Dave Meltzer, I think, gave four in a, four and three quarters or four and a half stars. Wow. Um, the match was really great. It was so much fun to like, you rooted for Hanma so hard. Ishii the stone pit bull is such a fucking monster. New Japan pro wrestling, tearing it up left and right. I'm really excited to watch more of, um, more of power struggle when I find the time, which uh, I don't know when that'll be. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, uh, Big retirement in Japan. Tenrio is uh retired. He's sixty five years old and he wrestled Akata. Oh my god. There you go. Japan Wow. Akata apparently uh pulled pulled a pretty uh, pretty good match out of him. So I mean sixty-five is that's that's up there, man. To that, be wrestling. Jeez. To be wrestling. God damn. So uh man. that wow. went on. Uh, I I was poking around when I was trying to find power struggle and I watched uh Young Bucks versus uh, Silas Young in uh, Beer City Bruiser? Beer hmm. City Brawler? I, I apologize, Beer City man, for getting your name wrong. Um, so the storyline, this is in Ring of Honor. Uh, uh-huh. uh, the storyline for this uh, is that Dalton Castle, mm-hmm. who's uh, very eccentric. He's the, the peacock of professional wrestling came out with his boys who have feathers and they fan him and everything nice um Silas young the whose nickname is the last real man in pro wrestling awesome grease back long hair kind of a kind of like a tough looking dude big old mustache did not like Dalton Castle and his boys so he fought him for control of the boys and now Silas young has the boys and it these vignettes of him teaching them how to, like, change attire and, like, what? oh, my fucking God, oh, Brian. they're that's so awesome. Uh, Brian, I really think you would enjoy this so much. Oh, they, I would. They were dressed in, like, their outfits as, like, the boys, and mm. then Silas Young made them change their, like, jeans and white pieces. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, so I watched the Young Bucks versus Silas Young and uh, Beer City Bruiser Brawler. I'm sorry. But uh, I have a real soft spot for Silas Young because I think people fucking hate him. Good. I think people don't think he's entertaining, which I absolutely disagree with because he's a f- piece of shit. You'll he's love it. awesome. I'll love it. He's he's great. I really shouts out Silas Young. I think that you're fucking fantastic. What an entertaining asshole you are. The last real man, and they so they wrestled the Young Bucks. Uh-huh. The boys are on the outside. Halfway through the match, the Young Bucks are just beating the shit out of Silas Young and his partner. <laughs> Silas Young steps out and grabs a mic, and he goes, Now, originally, this match was supposed to be scheduled. The Young Bucks versus the Boys, and what we just did was did we did you a favor by softening up the Young Bucks. So go ahead and get in there. Get in there, boys. They have to be 5'6". Right. These two scrawny guys have to be 5'6". They, they're kind of, like, decent, like they're rolling around, yeah. whatever, but they just get their shit kicked in. Of course. And then uh, the Young Bucks beat them. Post-match the boys are down on the ground beer city brawler and silas young are yelling at him the young bucks come in to make the save they double super kick beer city he goes down they go to super kick silas young he drops down and rolls out of the ring and like runs away right. because he's the last real man in pro wrestling it's fu- what a fucking great gimmick i'm the last real man i'm i'm tough and i'm well uh, uh, i'm spitting and cussing and he That's and so he, and he's running away that's awesome! God, fucking great, Silas Young. One of my favorites. Uh, he is really, really, really. I recommend that guy's matches. That's uh, cool. But if you do have time, find Dalton Castle stuff too, because Dalton yeah. Castle is he's the Peacock yeah. and he's fantastic. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. So that that's about all the independent wrestling mm. I've had time to keep up with. Um, I finished William Regal's biography. Uh, I thought that was really good, and I started reading a um, uh, 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 Squared Circle. Hang on, let me grab the cover. The Squared Circle, Life, Death, and Professional Wrestling. This is a book that when I find the time, I uh, sit and read to, uh, because uh, otherwise my head goes nuts. So, David Shoemaker, The Masked Man from Grantland, the Cheap Heat Podcast. Check it out. Oh, that's cool. How was that? It's very good. It gives you uh, nice overviews of the beginnings of wrestling and, like, it's carny eras, and then... um, uh, like some uh, biography breakdowns of a couple of guys and then goes through like the territory era mm-hmm. and then gives you biography breakdowns of like a oh, bunch wow. of people like that's really cool. It's like here's why Rick Rude was important, here's why uh the uh Road Warriors were important, here's mm-hmm. why Andre the Giant was important, like essential like breaking down different people and like their careers and like the lives and deaths of a lot of these guys. Oh, wow. Um so it it's very good and I really recommend it. It's it's a it's a good read. It's dense if you are not really uh, a huge fan of old wrestling, like if you just kind of watch it and you go, yeah, what are you? okay," yeah. Uh, this is probably not the book for you, yeah. but if you're looking for a, a, like a history of like really where it came from, mm. why it is what it is, and um, not really where it's going, but like who the personalities were and are and why they do the things they do, then I really recommend the book. Huh. Um, I like it a lot.
1: I might have to read that one. So
0: there you go. Uh, you're more than welcome to borrow it. Um, William Regal's book was very good, too. Uh, that guy was on a lot of shit.
1: Oh, my God. Yep.
0: He's all fucked up. But, Brian.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: I'm sure someone out there is going, get to the reviews. Yes.
1: Get to we're them. Get, oh, there.
0: Oh, but before we get to them, oh, Brian. Brian. Brian.
1: Do you have a scoop? i, I not now. What? Later. You guys. have a
0: scoop later? I got a scoop later. Oh, fuck. Guys. That's what we call a hook. Yep. In in, in this, pro- we're professional wrestling journalists. Uh, we can say that. We certainly can. We can't, we, I mean, you can honestly. You can probably just say whatever you want. Yeah. Just call yourself whatever you want. You can
1: do who's going
0: Hey, honestly, who's gonna stop you? Yeah. Hey, Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer, take a listen, motherfuckers. You dumb pieces of <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, Dave Meltzer. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even say anything mean about him. I like him so much, guys. This is a scoop. There's a scoop coming later. This yeah. is the. You're hooked. You're catfishing, yep. bro. You piece of shit trouts. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, later, uh-huh. Brian's just gonna interrupt when his scoop is like viable. Boom. It'll scoop be Scoop time. Yep. Scoop time. Just it's coming out of. No- I can't wait personally. Personally, I cannot wait. Professionally, I have to wait, but personally, I can't. Personally, I cannot wait. Brian, let's get an NXT. Let's go. I cannot wait. Be... What could it be? Nobody. Guys, what could it be?
1: Nobody's going to
0: No one's even going to know. Oh, fuck. Guys, Brian scoops, they're common. Yep. They're common, but fucking rare. <sighs> NXT, let's get started. Ty Dillinger, the perfect 10. Self high five. Doing a diamond cutter. Uh, Ty Dillinger versus Baron Corbin, match of the night. Uh, Baron Corbin stands in the ring doing his Baron Corbin poses. Yep. Uh, Ty Dillinger has the best haircut in professional wrestling. It's awesome. Which is just shit shaved into the sides and the back. And oh, God. That's he's, it. He's got to live that haircut. <laughs> oh, if you watch an episode, there's an episode of Breaking Ground when him and Tyler Breeze yeah. are walking under a bridge looking at bats. Yeah. And it's really funny because you see it and you go, like, Yeah, look at, oh, look, they're running from bats. And then I thought, if you just saw these guys walking around on the street, Ty Dillinger just has that haircut. Yep. Damn. He's got a 10 in the back of his head. Dog. You live in it. Perfect 10. Lives the gimmick, man. Huh. Imagine seeing that guy at a bar. Imagine seeing that guy at a Costco. Oh, God. Like, man. Why? You got... Okay. That's your hair. So Baron Corbin standing in the middle of the ring doing his Baron Corbin poses and then Bang! Apollo Cruz hits the ring and beats the shit out of him. Whoa! Beats him all over the ring on the outside. Baron Corbin retreats. Apollo, Apollo Cruz stands in the ring. He's screaming at him and
1: rips his shirt. Hell yeah, dude! I thought this was great. What a great way to open the show. Mm-hmm. It made it made Baron Corbin look like super like hated. Yep. It gave us what we have been talking about the last few weeks in terms of uh Cruz not having anything substantial. All of a sudden he's dynamic. Yep.
0: All of a sudden it's like, oh, he's not just like a smiling guy who comes out and smiles and does a flip. Mm-mm. He gives a shit about being that close to the title mm-hmm. and losing it so much that we're seeing him act totally out of turn. This is yep. like a new shade on that character. Yep. Just I thought that down, was so
1: man. cool. He looked so legitimate. He looked so, like... He looked he, strong. He looked super strong. Yeah. That, that that was really what I was trying to get to. He looked really big there. Yep. And, like, just ferocious. And I and now I'm into this gimmick. Yep. And I'm really into this feud and I can't wait to see how this unfolds. I'm really excited.
0: I think it's going to be a really cool... Yeah. Uh, I think Apollo Crews and Baron Corbin can have a really good match because... Corbin's going to look really dominant. Mm-hmm. Cruz will sell and then get a lot of that shine. And uh, he'll hit his comebacks and everything. And and he'll look really strong. Yeah. Um, I would assume Corbin goes over in the feud. Here's what I think. Corbin goes over in the feud. Right. And then you put him against Balor. Right. Because you, you need Balor to have a, a heel to battle against... Um, after Joe, mm-hmm. uh, and I would think that's Corbin. And then after that, you could turn Balor, I guess, and then he could feud with the other half of the roster. I assume. I don't know. I guess, I mean, uh, it's possible that Joe might beat Balor. I don't think that's happening. No? No, I really don't think so. I think Balor will have the title for a while. Okay. I th- I really think that Balor's going to hang on to that title for a lot longer than, um, than people probably expect. Or- I don't think, yeah, I don't think he's going... I don't think he's getting called up anytime soon. That makes sense. I really don't think he's getting called up until after WrestleMania, which is just fucking stupid. With as thin as this roster is right now, mm. like you can call that guy up and he can immediately be an Impact player. Yeah. And, and
1: I really don't think he's getting called up until after WrestleMania. I mean, if they book all of Raw like they did on Monday, then yeah, I would agree with you, but they don't book Raw that way. If they book it like they did two weeks ago. Exactly. And
0: like... No, one week ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And... Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying that the the roster is incredibly thin. Uh, I mean, look at the bracket uh, on who wrestled in the title tournament: Stardust, The Miz, Titus O'Neil. These aren't these aren't champions. No, The Miz was uh, five years ago, six years ago. It hasn't been at that level ever since. Mm-mm. Not even close. No, and people justify. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a former champion. Okay, then so let's ag- then let's ignore that. Why the fuck was Stardust in the tournament? What did Titus O'Deal do to earn his spot in the tournament? Hell, I know Kalisto run his, won his first round matchup. What did Kalisto do to earn it? I don't know. It, yeah. I just think it's incredibly... I think it's an incredibly thin roster and not calling up people people like Balor right now is... I don't want to say it's, it's a fast solution to a big problem, but I think that as thin as everything's looking, I, I, it's it makes sense. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I don't know. It's it's a tough position they're in because really you call too many people up and then NXT has nothing to build on, and then that's not.
0: But if you're WWE, that's not your concern right. so
1: much. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And you can have people be a temporary fix. Yep. Have they given an explanation as to why Lesnar is not in the tournament? That's from Willem Defoe Real420 in the chat. Thank you, uh, thank you, Willem Defoe Real420. No, they have not talked about him, and they have not mentioned Cena. Since he left at um, what was that pay per view? Hell in a Cell was that Hell in a Cell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have not talked about
1: Cena. They haven't talked about Lesnar at all. No, they have not either spot. So smart. I don't know. No need to talk about them. You don't need to keep their you know you don't need to keep their names in your mind. Yep. So I don't know. It's uh it's
0: interesting, and I'm curious to see where they go. But, yeah. Uh, moving on in NXT. Bailey and the Hype Bros against uh, Blake, Alexa, and Murphy in a uh, six person intergender tag match that I really liked. Mm-hmm. what do you think of this match? Oh, this this match was a lot of fun. I thought this was a blast. Bailey no sells the uh, head smashes into the turnbuckle and then returns them on Bliss. Uh, tags in Mojo and tags in Ryder. Uh, Ryder's getting a little bit of shine and then gets pulled off, and now we get the uh, Ryder getting beat down by. Mm-hmm. Uh, Murphy and uh, and Blake. They hit double-team moves all over the place. I mean, honestly, moves-wise, there's not a lot going on here. It was pretty much the story exactly. of the match. There's a hot tag to Mojo. Um, Mojo goes for a pin, and Bliss breaks it up. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. And yeah. then uh, Bailey goes in and tosses her out of the ring. Bliss grabs the title, gra- yeah. grabs the NXT Women's Championship, and runs off. Bailey watches this happen, and she's like, what the fucking, what, the fuck am, wha- uh, I saw the match, what am I supposed to do? Um, but honestly, she could have left, because it, without Alexa being able to be in the match, Bailey didn't have anything to do. Mm-mm. Except she did right here, because she got turned around by Murphy, and then Murphy ate a Bailey to Belly suplex. Which looked so good. Yep. Uh, and then Belly goes out to uh, chase the title, and then the hype bros, uh, Zack Ryder and Mojo Rally, hit the hype rider, which is uh, a lifted, assisted uh, rough rider. It's like a like a heart attack, right? You know, like lift it up, like like you're gonna do a, like an ato- inverted atomic drop, and then Ryder does his rough rider off the uh, the second rope. There you go, uh, fun match. Uh, continued the story of Alexa and Bailey, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexa Bliss is like one of my favorites going right now in NXT. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> and I really I really like her personality. I think she, I didn't know she had that side to her. Yeah, me neither. Because she got brought in, and it was sparkle, sparkle. I'm yeah. a cheerleader, yeah. whatever. And it, now it's like she's got like this like skeleton hand gauntlet yeah, thing, she, and she's looking all like mean with like the red in her hair, and it's like,
1: fuck I, yeah, okay, cool. I hell I really, yeah, I really like her her gimmick <clears throat> now. It's really it's a lot more entertaining than than what she was doing before. Okay. And it's like it's cool because while this was a good match for you know the hype bros and. um <clears throat> Uh, Murphy and um, Blake and Blake, it really just put over the two women in these yep. in this match, mm-hmm. and it was a great, like you said, a great story building match because you got to see like everybody just got a little bit more of a push out of it. Yep, and you know Bailey doesn't need the push; she's the champion. Yep, but it gave her that depth mm-hmm. that she didn't have before. Well, it gives
0: it, it it gives a villain for her to play off of. Exactly. Bailey's at her best when she's underdog exactly and how do you book your champion as the underdog <coughs> well you have she has to chase and she, like somebody took the title oh she's getting oh how do you book your champion as an underdog you put her against nijax which yep. we'll see you later tonight man um <clears throat> post this match uh a blank wall is being filmed and then the ascension rise into the shot
1: <laughs> so, <that's> so funny <laughs>
0: they are just it's just a blank wall Ah, we're, hey we're the Ascension. If we're going hey Chad Gable and Jason Jordan, we're gonna get you in the wasteland. I
1: don't care. <laughs> Fucking dumb.
0: Um, <laughs> Nia Jax is walking backstage, and Eva Marie pulls her into another room, and you don't get to hear what they say because they got a secret They're
1: behind the door.
0: Oh, it's, yeah, you can't go behind that door. Mm-mm. If you're the cameraman, you have to stay right outside that door. Yeah, stay. Right the fuck there. What is <clears throat> stupid. I think Eva Marie hatching schemes. She's scheming and plotting. Yeah, because she can't wrestle. Uh, <laughs> very true. Asuka is on the cover of uh, Weekly Pro Wrestling, which was very cool. I think it said Oscar's uh, NXT Asuka's debut, NXT Super Rookie. And it's like, oh, that's very cool. Because mm-hmm. uh, NXT is where... Your developmental talent goes, but Asuka's like one of the best professional wrestlers in the world, so. Yeah. super. We'll just call her Super Rookie. Yeah, why
1: not? <laughs> she's uh, so fucking cool. She's awesome. I gotta fucking I love I can't Asuka. believe how, how fast she can move.
0: Yep. She's great. Yeah. Uh, Apollo Crews backstage interview about Corbin, where he just says he's just beat the shit out of him. Fuck you. Loved it. Yeah. I thought this was fiery. I thought yep. this
1: was real. Okay, yeah. Alright, beat the shit out of him. Just, Fuck yeah. Just keep getting him more like... Yep more intense more excited more like just purpose and yep. this will make him succeed in nxt
0: hopefully yeah uh I think he has a very 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 high ceiling I think he has one of the highest ceilings of anyone I've seen in NXT in a really I long agree. time I really do. uh I can definitely, like with some of these other guys I I mean I'll 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 admit to this Kevin Owens gets brought in I didn't think his ceiling was as high as it is right now guys no. going into the the final four of a world title contendership and like he's super over with the wwe crowd and it's like sky's the limit for that guy mm-hmm. uh sammy Zayn, i i you know i hope that that guy's a champion one day and everything yeah. you know but i don't know how high his ceiling is neville i don't see it i don't, he's not he's never gonna get pushed to the no. world championship and not with oh, the climate as it is right mm-mm. now in the WWE. And, and you know seth rollins and roman reigns these are all guys that were kind of like pre-nxt well they were nxt but it was before they kind of had like this tv deal th- or yeah. the uh, the network and all this stuff you know, how how high is the ceiling? I think Apollo Crews has one of the highest ceilings of anyone that they've brought into NXT in a really long time. I think he has a great look. I think he's incredibly athletic. I think he connects with the fans really well. Um, I think they gave him a great name. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think that that guy is definitely going places. And yeah. I'm very excited to see where that is because uh, that, that's that's that. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of that thought. Perfect transition. Uh, Diana, Dion, Deanna. Yeah. Yeah. Diana versus Nia Jax. Um, Nia Jax hits a Samoan drop, and then hits some splashes, uh, like, like the running hip attack, like the Usos do, and then hits a Spine Buster and a Leg Drop. Um, she's gonna kill somebody with that Spine Buster, it just looks like everyone hits their heads really hard. Oh god, she throws them down so, so hard. So hard! She's got so much power. She's fucking strong, like, man! fuck, man. That,
1: is really... She's fucking strong, but I like how she's developing week to week. You can kind of see her like improving more and more. Like her ring entrance was a little bit faster this time. It wasn't She's as... not
0: smiling as much and mm-hmm. she shouldn't be and hopefully um hopefully this what what we see here next is uh kind of the uh, the next step for her mm-hmm. uh and they get her away from being face because I think her as a face is definitely not the way to yeah. be going. She needs to be a monster heel. She has the look of uh Monster heel, and she is definitely going to be that next. Mm-hmm. So uh, she beats shit out of Diana. Backstage, we have Bailey looking for Bliss and the title. See Bliss uh, taking pictures with the title. I guess the, uh, the photographer is being held hostage or something. Or I don't. What was that? Like, so that's like the studio room. Right? It's like where you get your pictures yeah. taken, whatever. But all I kept thinking was, did she pay the photographer? Was the photographer just there with his thumb up his ass, and she's like, "Get, well, hurry up, take these pictures." Hurry up, take the pictures go go take the pictures go no 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 okay well, yeah all right hang on
1: click why would he click. do it I don't know it was weird his like it didn't make any sense to me my my first reaction was like who, how did she convince him I <laughs> shouldn't hey take these pictures no <laughs> no I'm Union I'm not
0: doing this'm champion <laughs> uh after she uh Goes looking for the title. Bliss drops it and runs off, and then Bailey picks up the title. And then uh, there's a face off with Nia Jax. Bailey comes back around. Nia Jax is there. A little face off, and then Bliss jumps Bailey from behind.
1: Mm. And
0: then uh, the now Bailey's on the ground. The title's on the ground. And Bliss goes to pick up the title, but Nia Jax also goes to pick up the title. And Bliss kind of like scampers off. Yeah. Okay. Which makes sense. Okay. And then Nia Jax holds the title. That's cool. What'd you think? I Hey, I like she it. She didn't do anything heelish,
1: but I think this is kind of like. Yep. He's like next. Yep. Toes in the water. Yep. I like it. Mm-hmm. Good little tease don't give you what you want right away.
0: Yep. The mechanics Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder against the VOD villains, Aiden English and Simon Gotch. Uh, the VOD villains are in control very early in this match until Scott Dawson hits a chop block on Aiden English. Can you tell me which one's Blake and which one's Murphy? Can you tell me which one's Dash and which one's Dawson?
1: Mm, I think Dash uh-huh. is the guy with this missing. No. Yeah. That's Scott Dawson. Okay. Dash Wilder is the other one. Okay. Blake uh-huh. is the guy with the shitty hair. You have to be way more specific. <laughs> the one that's like really flat ironed. And okay. Like...
0: The guy with the bleached hair. Yeah. You are right. Okay. Cong- Brian, congratulations. <laughs> way to go. It's not that I have anything against these guys, it's just that, boy, they're a team, and never away from each other, and I don't know what's what. Uh,
1: Uh, But that's fine, because honestly... Murphy
0: is the one with...
1: (laughs) Murphy had pigtails, right? No, that was Blake. That was Blake. Yep. Uh, No, but you know what, I'm fine with that, because honestly, both of them are very good teams, and I really enjoy their work in the ring. So it really doesn't matter if I don't know who they are in Exactly, but... You I can't know, tell the Usos apart. Yep, me
0: neither. I still can't tell the Usos apart, and we've been doing this podcast for almost two goddamn years. And everybody says, well, Jimmy paints his face on this side, and Jay paints his face on the other side. Okay. They're flying outside the ring, man. I can't fucking tell. Yep. I don't Unoso and Tuso, I don't know what you want from me. Uh, So, Scott Dawson hits a chop block on Aiden English. Mm-hmm. Now they're just beating the shit out of Aiden English. I mean, this match turns into a squash. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just. Oh, it's just a straight up squash. They they wrap Aiden English's knee around the post over and over, just beating the shit out of him. Scott Dawson hits a springboard or a uh, slingshot suplex that I thought looked really good. Yeah. Um, they lock him into a tree of woe, and then they're just overhand pummeling like cats, like cats just pounding away at his knee, like two small mean ass cats. I love it. Uh. I really like this tag team. They are a serviceable team. Like Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder are a team that makes everyone look great and Mm -hmm. they work well as a unit. Mm -hmm. And when I was talking about how Apollo Crews has like the highest ceiling, these guys have like the lowest. And that really fucking bums me out Yeah. because these guys should be in WWE, not the Ascension. Yeah. I I will stand by that 110%. I totally agree with you. Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder could be the serviceable tag team that you get
1: matches out of on Raw and on SmackDown. Not the ascension. I agree, and uh, and they're legitimate enough to hold a title mm-hmm. and be like a good enough cohesive team that they are legitimate mm-hmm. while they have the title. Yep. So I don't. Um, we'll, we'll see what goes on for them, but I, I really like these guys
0: a lot. Mm-hmm. I like Dash and Dawson a I, lot. I've, I've I've liked them for a very long time, and it's nice to see that like that they're getting the titles. And I'm also very curious about what's going to be happening. Yeah. So there's a hot tag to Simon Gotch who runs wild for a second and then tags in Aiden English. What the fuck? That made no sense.
1: <laughs> the commentary oh, team even we said got, something we
0: gotta, we gotta get this tag. Yeah, we got the tag. Yeah, bang, 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 bang. Alright, cool, you're back in. The commentary was saying, why did they what happened? <laughs> yeah, it was it was really strange. Super weird. Gotch gets tossed outside and then gets fucking destroyed. They do the second rope leg stomp uh, that they did to Big Cass to tear his MCL, uh, which he's really out with a terrain MCL. And then Scott Dawson locks in an Indian deathlock, mm-hmm. and Aiden English taps, and we have new NXT tag team champions. I did not see this coming. Whoa. At
1: all. But it was
0: badass. I thought this was fucking really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, the. I watched this. I rewound it and watched it a few times. The crowd didn't know what the fuck to do. They sat. They sat in stunned silence, and one woman yelled, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's awesome. It was great. Uh, they have a great theme song. They have a great finishing like move. Mm-hmm. They have a great story right now going where they're just injuring guys. Yeah. They took Cass out. He's out for a couple months with a torn MCL. Damn. Or torn meniscus. Aiden English, I think, is out with injury too. So I think that's why they did like this storyline. But so far, they've torn two legs out from guys. Yep. How cool is that? So now Team Enzo with Simon Gotch. That's what I think you should do. Oh, dude. Team Enzo and Gotch. Because we have not seen Enzo in a while.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And I don't want Gotch to not be on my TV. Yeah. What a what a funny little mismatch they would have. Exactly! That'd be so, so interesting. Exactly.
0: They I think that, that would be... And it doesn't have to be for a long time. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy. And that can be the first team that uh, that the, uh, the mechanics take out. Yeah. Because they need teams to face, right? Yeah. So why not just put Enzo and Gotch together? They're not an established team. Mm-mm. But... They're fan favorites, and these guys are going to get over his heels if they beat the shit out of these fan favorites. Absolutely, I think that'd be really cool. I think that would be a lot of fun, and I think it's a, I think it's a great use for both those guys who they probably aren't going to be doing a lot with right now. No, or I don't know, put them in singles runs. I just don't see them doing that with Enzo. Enzo's a mouthpiece, and I don't think
1: they want him to wrestle very much. No, I, I agree, <laughs> and I, I don't know if Gotch can really. Oh, I think... He Russell, he's a great wrestler. Yeah. He's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I, I think he could really benefit
0: from this. I, I think so, too, but we'll see. Uh, yeah. I just... I think that if you need a team... to Because I think that you could team those two guys together, have them lose or whatever, you know, get close whatever, and then have them lose, and then they don't have to team anymore. They don't even have to be, like, near each other. It mm-hmm. could just be like, look, we teamed up for a while, and then now we're not, because we were never a team to begin with. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, why not? Um... At post match we get Dash and Dawson saying they've been working for twelve years to get this and they finally got it, which um made me feel really good. Yeah. Good for them. That's uh I I'm really, really happy that, that they're kind of getting their deuce. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh Main event, which is a promo. Samoa Joe. Samoa Jomo in the middle of the ring. Joey Samoe comes out and cuts a promoe. Uh what's wrong? Uh. And uh this is uh I thought that his promo is really really good yeah you always forget joe can talk this guy can fucking talk, he what, can talk what really a, well. what a great promo yep fiery it made sense mm-hmm. i know why he's upset like mm-hmm. i i i understand why he's upset but at the same time it makes me go no man come on yeah uh he said that he's upset that balor didn't give him a title shot even though william regal came in and said like you have no i can't no i'm not granting that you have to be in like this like this battle royale Joe said no you just let dad come in and just yeah do whatever and you didn't even stand up for it so what good are you exactly hey so cool totally makes sense don't 100% agree with it which makes him a heel yep that's great he's a bad guy Mm -hmm. what a fucking great job what a great Jomo. uh Finn Balor comes down and interrupts and by interrupts I mean uh, they yell and fight yep uh, so cool. It's Finn Balor saying that uh, I trusted you, you were my friend. Now I'm going to kick your arse. It was awesome. Why? Do, why do you say that in other countries? What is that? I don't know. I why think... arse? I don't know. Why Z for Z? Why arse? Motherfuckers don't make any sense. <laughs> Stupid. Z. Z. Zed? It's one letter. Zed. Z. 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 Okay, God. Stupid. I really don't understand it. But so the refs come in and separate them. They fight. And Joe locks in a coquita
1: clutch and uh Balor's out. Just out out cold. Like one of the best like sleeper holds I've seen. Like Finn Balor sells it so well. Yep. He sits up and looks like he like seriously just got knocked out. mm mm-hmm. it, Like, it's incredible. Go back and watch it and just look at his eyes. Mm-hmm. He's got that distant, cloudy look. It's like, how, how did you do that? mm mm-hmm. So <laughs> cool. I'm sorry, I'm laughing.
0: The chat, the chat's cracking me up. Uh. Fujiwara Armbar in the chat says Hawaii Hal Saiga says Alaska Allen <laughs> Mur- Mur- Murstin says Guam Gary <laughs> Guam Gary Guam Gary got me in that like that little spot where it's like no that's never mind that's perfect Oh, shit. It's Finn Balor against Guam Gary. Uh, (laughs)
1: Libya Larry.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Like, if you really think about it, Samoa Joe's a dumbass name, but, like, whatever. That's just been his name. Hey, guess what? It's fine, because he's a good-ass wrestler. Yep. There you go. Incredible. Brian, before we get into Raw, Mm -hmm. is it Scoops time? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Not yet. Guys, I've been waiting this whole time. I've been waiting this whole fucking time for Scoops, and it's not even Scoops time yet. It's not. Woo! I'm so excited for Scoops! Uh, spelled with a Z at the end. Of course. Scoops. Scoop Z. Scoop Z. So fucking Stoop Z. <laughs> Raw! New intro! Yeah, totally new. Featuring... Mostly young people. Mostly young people. All the new blood. Yeah. Like, all of it. All of it. It's awesome. Like, really surprised by this intro Mm -hmm. um so i thought that was pretty cool uh showing i mean hey guys we're kind of we're in transition can you tune in uh please a a friend that i work with i asked him i talked to him like uh about raw Mm. and he's like dude i'm like excited yeah really i'm glad you feel i'm like excited too and he's like yeah these matches are gonna be good and there's no more dads (laughs) what do you mean all the dads are gone Like, yeah, like Brock Lesnar, John Cena, like the Undertaker and Kane are like doing like their own like little thing over here. Big Show's not around. There's no like Triple H doing much or whatever. All the dads are gone. Yeah. And everyone gets to like have fun and it's going to be a fun show and no more dads. Yeah. Once Undertaker and Kane are gone, no more dads. No more. We're done. No more dads. I'm so excited. No more dads. Uh, Raw opens with dads. Raw opens with everyone on the stage saying, Paris, we think we thinking about you. Good luck. Um, then we have Druids and the Undertaker and King come out. Hey, do we have to put these things back to back? Yeah, I didn't even think about it until then. Whoops. I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not making light of anything, so shut up. What I'm saying is that maybe you don't show that and then a whole bunch of like cultish druids and two guys who are supposed to be dead in a supernatural storyline. I don't know. I don't know. Something else, maybe. You tell me. Something else, maybe. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Undertaker and Kane come out and cut a promo, and Undertaker says that uh, you pick any two, and I'll pick any two, and it'll, uh, and then it'll be uh, a tag match at Survivor Series. So it'll be Undertaker and Kane against two of the Wyatts. Why... we just saw The Undertaker and Kane take out all four of the Wyatts. (laughs) Last week, The Undertaker and Kane came out and dismantled all four of the Wyatts. Bray Wyatt's response to this is, okay, let's have a match. Two on two. What the fuck? Guys, I saw that you took out all four of us. Now, I'm gonna cut my numbers in half and we're gonna we're gonna show you what the fuck is up. Yeah. This is the dumbest fucking thing. This is dumb as shit. It, it really is. It makes me feel fucking insane to have to watch it. Yep. It makes me feel fucking crazy seeing that it's gone so fucking wrong. I don't understand why or what benefit there is. Undertaker and Kane just talk about four guys. So now the match will be against two guys, Mm -hmm. and then the other two guys will be on the outside and will get involved. Why? The fuck would you do this? Why? What a fucking stupid idea. God damn it. God damn it. Fuck you! Whoever thought this up, go fuck yourself. I, I'm so it. I'm so like irate about this. It's dumb. It's so stupid. We already saw them take out four guys, and now the match is against two guys. That's half the number of guys they already took out. And w- hey, guys, dude, I'm gonna eat two whole pizzas. Holy shit! Wow. Whoa, you ate both those pizzas yeah a week later hey guys I'm gonna eat one whole pizza yeah I know. oh no yeah I saw you no I saw you do that last week you ate two whole pizzas yeah yeah but now I'm
1: gonna eat one whole pizza why
0: would I want to see that when I saw you do twice that
1: why don't know does it make sense
0: <laughs> it's insane
1: I don't I don't like it don't it's insane it. It doesn't make any sense
0: it makes me feel crazy. It makes me feel goddamn crazy.
1: It's pretty nuts. I don't Bray like Wyatt
0: that. interrupts, and then he makes the druids wear sheep masks and get choke slammed. Tiniest little druids. The the they what? were like smaller than me. They were tiny. The, one of them got choke slammed so
1: fucking high and so fucking hard.
0: <laughs> like the Undertaker choke slammed his druid. So high that I think the Undertaker was scared about how high he lifted him. Yeah. Watch it because he lifts him and it's way over the Undertaker's head and he kind of like turns his wrist and goes, oh shit, it <laughs> and was, slams uh, him back down. E- um And then the goat mask flies off and the guy just, you know, he's just got like a black stocking over his face. Um <laughs> I thought that was cool. The Druids are wearing sheet masks or whatever. Yeah, and you're, that, and that you're like, oh really wow, cool. we've never seen anyone like fuck with the Druids before. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Unfortunately... All of the Wyatt family go to Attack Undertaker and Kane. Right. Three on two. But Bray Wyatt says, no, wait until Survivor Series, which is this Sunday. Why? It doesn't matter if you sent three of them into the ring, as they would have been dismantled roundly as they were the
1: week previous. Yeah. So here we are. Here's our Ugh. match at uh, Survivor Series. I don't get it. I don't I don't either. I don't...
0: Like, this This seemed like it had so much potential to be like a cool supernatural storyline that's different. And mm. it sucks. I wonder if there was a different plan for it that didn't work out. I don't or care. I, don't know. I hate where it's at. If there's a different plan, that I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Fuck it. Owens versus Neville. Uh, flips were flopped all over the place in this match. Um, there's a red arrow... But Owens rolls to the outside, so Neville just moonsaults off the top onto Owens on the outside. What the hell? Holy shit. Uh, Owens hits a super kick on Neville on the apron. There's a near countout spot, which Brian did not
1: like. Uh-uh. Brian I, did not like that spot. I don't... Uh, and I didn't like it for the reasons that I shouldn't like. Let, I, that sounded dumb. You did. Uh, it's, I, tr- it's true. It I, did. I didn't think it served the purpose that it was trying to, is what I'm saying. I think you
0: thought that people thought the match was going to end there. I think that it's just to get Kevin Owens heat, like, oh yeah, he'll just take a disqualification or like a a out finish. Yeah, I think that's all. That it's just because Kevin Owens immediate, like, as soon as Neville was on the outside of the ring, he starts talking to the ref, count, count,
1: count, 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 count. I, I guess I've just felt like they didn't show that as much as they as mm-hmm. much as they showed. I know the the uh, the announcers called it, mm-hmm. but I I felt like they showed just more of Neville on the outside, and I didn't see the like because the whole point of that is to make. Uh, Owens look like a heel. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like it made Neville look like, oh, he's gonna get counted up. Okay.
0: I can see that. I, I definitely see it from the Kevin Owens side. Yeah. Also, I apologize for my, my extended
1: rant about the Bray Wyatt thing. I'm just so upset. I'm oh, so, no, it's I'm dumb. still so fucking was, upset about it. I don't, <coughs> I don't disagree with you at all about that. It's retarded.
0: Uh, Kevin Owens gets, uh, runs at Neville in the corner. Neville sidesteps and then hits the dopest looking snap German suplex. Oh my god. I thought that looked phenomenal. Follows it up with a second rope phoenix splash. Goes for the red arrow, but Neville gets tossed off. Uh, He goes and hits a, uh, I'm sorry. He gets tossed off and then Kevin Owens tosses him for a pop-up powerbomb. Neville goes over, hits a super kick, and
1: then hits a reverse Rana on Owens. This match ruled. Owens took that so well, too. He just ate it and went. It was awesome. I mean, really, mm-hmm. really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Kevin
0: Owens kicks out. Uh, Neville goes for the red arrow. Hits Goes for the shooting star press instead. Rolls through, and then Kevin Owens hits the pup. Pop-up powerbomb. Yep. Kevin Owens wins. Man, that that was such a fun match. Yep. Uh, along the way, I don't know if I don't remember if it was before or after the match, but uh, Kevin Owens is talked to by by Triple H, and it's quiet—you can't hear what they're saying—but like they shake hands, and they're like, "Ooh, what's Triple H doing?" Oh, and then spooky. we see we see later what's uh, what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a Rollins injury update; he's cheered like a face, so he's coming back as a face. Absolutely. <clears throat> Breeze versus r truth for no particular reason. Truth dances. Bullshit. What's up? Summer Ray applies lip balm to Tyler Breeze in the middle of the match. Nobody likes chapped lips. I, I thought this was great. This made him look like a, 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 a dick. And yeah. like, why are you taking a timeout? You're in the middle of a fight and somebody goes, hang on your lips. <laughs> Hilarious. I thought that was so good. It's so funny. Uh, Single leg crab. Shouts out Lance Storm. Thank you. Shout out uh, Lance Storm, who actually trained Tyler Breeze. Um, the scissors oh, sure. kick. Uh by R Truth and a kick out, and then Tyler Breeze hits his beauty shot out of nowhere.
1: That spinning wheel kick. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's a nice little match for a Breeze. It, I wish this would have come first instead of his first match being a loss, but I agree. The fact that he's winning is, is good enough for me. And they're giving him more of a dynamic than just I, I take selfies. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's cool. I'm yep. I'm excited to see what uh what he can do in the mid card. Uh Ziggler versus Ambrose
0: in a really great like chain wrestling ma like The opening of this match, great. Yeah. Great wrestling by these two guys. Yeah, pretty
1: impressive that they could both go this long.
0: A style that you don't see either one of these guys wrestle much, so Mm -hmm. it was very cool to see them do this. A lot of back and forth. It was really slow at the beginning. Ambrose hits a crossbody. Uh, Ziggler rolls through. There's a kick out. Ziggler walks in a sleeper, uh, but Ambrose gets to the ropes. There's a double crossbody, double down spot where they both do that diving crossbody, running crossbody each other and collide. So Mm -hmm. that's a double down. Uh, there's a top rope spot where they're both climbing to the top rope, and they're beating the shit out of each other. And they both hit each other so hard they fly to the outside. Yeah. And now they're both on the outside. DDT by Ziggler looked awesome. I thought that was a great looking DDT.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, that looked really good. There was a great DDT in the um, in that Ishi Hanma match. Oh, was uh, there? Han- Hanma hits a DDT on Ishi where Ishi just gets like lawn darted. Oh. It looks and Ishi's huge. Oh guy's fucking God. giant. So it was very cool. That must be fucking crazy. Yep. Uh, Ziggler gets hit with a rebound clothesline. Uh, he hits a top rope face buster on Ambrose. Uh, these matches are booked like they matter. Yeah. That was my note that I wrote here. Yeah. Because that Owens-Neville match, those guys were both like going at it hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, Ambrose and Ziggler were going hard at each other too. Uh, Ambrose gets hit with a super kick and kicks out. There's a roll up, a roll through, and Ambrose hits Dirty Deeds. Um, it's awesome the guy that i work with that i talked to about raw he uh he told me before raw had started he's like i'm really excited about raw i'm like oh yeah like which matches you think are gonna be good he's like all of them have dean ambrose i don't like dean ambrose why don't you like dean ambrose and he went i like the character a lot uh his wrestling style is just i throw my body at you it's ugly looking punches and then whack. Yep. Like
1: it that's all his style With is. With his tongue sticking out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's all it is. And, which is and which is an accurate description of what those matches look like. And it's so sad because he's better than that. He is. And you saw that he's better than that when this match was over because he grabs a microphone and cuts a fucking awesome promo. Oh my god. I thought this promo was great. I am so excited when for he's him. when he's champion, no more suits. More fighting, less talking, replace Michael Cole with a fish tank, breakfast for dinner. This it's going to be it's going to be bedlam. It's uh, going to be nuts. Uh, I love it. What a great promo by Dean Ambrose. He cuts a fiery babyface promo and that gives me so much hope for him to win on Sunday and god damn it, I wish I didn't. Yeah. I Brian, why why do I want to set myself up to
1: be disappointed? I don't know. It's like it's you just know it's not going to happen. He, this was such a great promo. Yep. It's, but you know what? It gives you some substance to get behind. And that's what I love about yep. the, this tournament. This is what I kept saying the whole night. The best thing about tournaments is that it gives you a reason to care about all the people in it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they should have just cut the lower part and started it here. Yep. I mean, it would have been way better if they did that. It's like I said that last week.
0: Fuck crotch chop you. Fuck you. Uh, next we get the New Day versus the Usos and Ryback. Why? I don't know. The New Day come out and cut a promo. Uh, I thought it was very good. Xavier Woods, great on the microphone. Oh, oh my god. When you say oos, I say ouch. Oos, ow! Oos, ow! Oos, ow! It's so good. Oh my god. That was excellent. So much fun. Uh, Uso dive on the outside. Uh, it's a little bit high, and he kind of eats the barricade. And JBL just goes, that looked like it hurt. Yep. Yep. Uh, so their round and round kicks thing or whatever, mm-hmm. they're, uh, I guess they're calling it the Unicorn Stampede. <laughs> I am fine with this. That's a fucking great name. Yep. That's so fun. Uh, Big E hits that running splash and then taunts Ryback. Uh, Unoso, whoever's getting the, the heat on him, Goes to make a tag, but the referee doesn't see it. Oh no! So they get uh, the good guys get pushed back outside the ring. Uh, The New Day keeps taunting uh, Ryback until Ryback just runs in, shoves the ref, gets a DQ, and beats the shit out of the New Day. Again, why this happened? I don't know. Why did Ryback shove the ref? uh, Why did I don't understand what what went on? Uh, It was um. But I have a feeling uh, today there was announced that there will be a a traditional 5-on-5 Survivor Series match at Survivor Series. Oh, okay. Let's speculate on who that's going to be. I'm going to say The New Day and who's out of the tournament? Neville. No, no. it has to be Heels. Barrett and Sheamus against The Usos, Ryback, Neville, and Kalisto. Sure. Sure. Can you put Kalisto there? No. Or... Oh, no. Lucha Dragons. Yeah. Not not Neville. Lucha Dragons. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's the five-on-five five match. That's there what I'm calling. Is. There you go. So watch for that in the fucking pre-show. Uh, Cesaro and Triple H sitting down backstage and Triple H says like, hey, man, this might be the day you grab the brass ring. Go fuck yourself. Dumb. Uh, and he just says like, hey, you can be, You maybe you're the next champion. Do you think, I thought Triple H's character this whole night was really good yeah. because he wasn't out there trying to get pops. He was a sleazy asshole yeah. who was trying to do what was best for him yeah. and that was great. That's a great character for him. I thought that was a really cool way to yep. play him off. Um, did you think that he wanted to appear big? I didn't, I didn't Large. Really pick up on that. Large. Stood next to Owens. Stood next to Del Rio and Zeb Coulter who was sitting in Renee. Uh-huh. Sat with Cesaro didn't strike you as weird? struck me as strange. Huh. It struck me as really strange. But just play me, play I so. don't know. I just thought it was very weird.
1: Huh. Why? Could have been standing. Like every other locker room thing you do backstage. Yeah. Could have been standing. That's really, I, no, I hadn't picked up on that. It didn't really stand out to me. Just thought it was curious. Yeah, that's all. Interesting. Just thought it was
0: curious. Uh, Reigns versus Cesaro. Reigns comes in and cuts a promo. Hey, is the Roman Empire in the house tonight? No, they're not Roman. <laughs> They, it wasn't even. It's not even like the promo sucked. I mean, it wasn't good, but like, the longer he talks, the more people go,
1: "Oh man!" And they let him talk for so long, so, all the time, so
0: long. Uh, the match starts. Cesaro gets a big pop. Lots of Cesaro section signs. Um, he does the Masawa up and over uh, onto the apron. Hits that. Uh, hits that boot. Comes back into the ring. He does. He Cesaro's on the top rope. Reigns comes after him, Cesaro cartwheels off the top rope and starts doing, like, these roll-up pin sequences? I've never seen anybody cartwheel off the top rope before. Me neither. That was fucking awesome. That was incredible. How did he do that? I don't know. It looked awesome. It looked so good. And then he did like a roll up and Uh there was a kick out. And then he did like a second rope sunset flip pin. And then that Roman countered. I thought that was so cool.
1: This match was actually
0: a lot more fun than I thought it was. This match was a... I knew this match was going to be great because they needed Reigns to... They needed Reigns to have a really good wrestling match, Mm -hmm. and who do you put in there? Who's your most serviceable guy? It's Cesaro, one hundred and ten percent, all the time. Uh, Cesaro hits that gut wrench where he's just walking around with Roman Reigns in that gut, uh, like the gut wrench hold. Mm Looks fucking great. Mm -hmm. Reigns hits a Tilt a Whirl uh, side slam, which he never has done. Uh, Cesaro uses uh, hits a springboard uppercut. Reigns gets tossed shoulder first into the post, or I guess he gets tossed into the turnbuckle and then, like, dropkick shoulder first into the post. I thought that was interesting. Uh, Cesaro goes for that barricade uppercut on the outside, but he gets reversed into a big boot. Reigns starts to rally. He goes to the drive-by dropkick, but it gets stopped and pulled in for a giant swing, and the crowd goes fucking crazy for the swing. They went fucking crazy. How is he so strong? Yep. Oh, my God. Uh, someone in the chat, Jose, Jose, anyone notice Cesaro rubbing his palms against the ropes corner in the beginning of the match? At least I think that was the corner. He does that at the beginning of every match. He, he runs his hands along both the ropes. I think it's to dry him, but I think it looks cool too. Yep. So, um, he always does that. God, it always looks really cool. It does. So good. he does the big swing on Roman, then turns into the sharpshooter, and then Roman almost gets to the ropes. So he turns the sharpshooter into a crossface. How I don't know, but goddammit, it, it looks fucking it looks awesome. So good. That was really goddamn cool. He and can then, move so well. And then Roman Reigns gets his uh, gets his shine. He hits a big Samoan drop. Uh, Cesaro gets tossed on the outside and hits uh, gets hit with a drive by. Roman Reigns goes for the Superman punch, but eats an uppercut. Uh, Reigns goes to the top rope and eats a drop kick. There's a deadlift suplex that gets blocked into a uh, a Superman punch. Uh, Spear gets stopped into an uppercut. Uh, There's a roll through into a pin. There's no spear, a backslide, and then a Superman punch and a spear. All offense in this match was pretty much Cesaro. Yeah. All the shine was on Cesaro. It's like he was playing the heel in this match, except was getting cheered like fucking crazy for everything he did. So much fun to watch. I thought he was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He carried Roman Reigns to such a great match. I thought this was really, really great. Right. I had such a good time watching it. Loved it. And, loved it, loved it, loved it. And, if it, if you're a fan of professional wrestling, watch the matches from Monday. Yeah. If you're a fan of WWE, Raw was not
1: m- maybe necessarily very good. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's I mean, it. I mean, this whole night, all of these matches, mm-hmm. no one looks bad. Yep. Not a single person in any of these matches looks bad. Do you know
0: why? Because they were booked to fight really strong, really hard. Not every match needs to be like that, Mm -mm. obviously. Mm -mm. But this was important, and they they seemed important. It all seemed important. And and that makes you care about watching how these matches turn out. Speaking of important, the Dudleys versus the Ascension.
1: They hit a 3D. The end. I don't know why this match existed. Me neither. Welcome to the wasteland, Ascension. Do they even have five wins all of 2015?
0: Mm, Exactly. No. Zeb Coulter interview with Renee Young and Del Rio, Triple H interrupts and says like, hey, you do great stuff with the Authority, Mex America. I hope that Del Rio beats Roman Reigns and then he joins the Authority because I think he would be a great Authority guy. That'd be cool, actually. Way better than whatever the fuck he's doing right now. (laughs) Whatever it is, I hate. And it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yep. Uh, Kalisto versus Del Rio. They did not seem like they were on the same page, and I thought I was really expecting this to be like the like the sleeper best match of the night. I agree. Um, Kalisto has like a sit down promo where he talks about what it means to be the the champion, and I thought that was very cool. Mm-hmm. Kalisto starts red hot. Uh, he goes for the handspring uh, back elbow, and it's supposed to get reversed into a backcracker, and Del Rio fucks up the timing, and then just hits the backcracker anyway. Uh, on the top rope, Kalisto. Gets his mask pulled off. Del Rio's trying to, like, you know, rip at the mask, except the whole mask gets pulled off. And then he has to help him put it back on. (laughs) Which is so funny. Uh, Kalisto hits his head-scissors spike to a kneeling Del Rio. Hits Salido del Sol, but uh, gets caught in the top rope. That looked really cool. I thought that was a very cool spot. He's got great body control. Um, There's a tree of woe, and uh, Del Rio goes for the tree of woe stomp, but it gets stopped. Kalisto fights back. He goes for a top rope Frankensteiner, but he gets stopped, and then he gets put back into the Tree of Woe. And then Del Rio takes his goddamn time to hit the Tree of Woe stomp. And that's that's, that's the match. Uh Del Rio looked like he came down it, it's it looked like he couldn't jump right to hit the move and then like only hit him with one foot, and I really thought he was gonna fuck up his legs. Yeah. He, so hopefully he doesn't keep doing that move. Yeah. Or he should do it <clears throat> excuse me. I would like it if he'd used that move every so often.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I would like it if you did a tree of woe into a backcracker. That'd be cool. I think that would be very cool. Uh, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Paige versus Charlotte in a talk. This is the contract signing. For some reason, it's the main event.
1: Your... What did you
0: think of it as the main event, Brian?
1: Well, it's your only big title being <clears throat> contended at the uh, event. So that's I think that's why. Which is cool. Uh, The fact that it was the main event and then the fact that it was a big title. A big title uh-huh. uh, as the main event. Yep. Um, I thought was a really interesting thing that hopefully means more than what it actually does. Yep. Because it really, I'm reading way too much into it. Mm-hmm. I want it to be an elevation of the uh, Divas Championship because, man, this turned into like what I was, what I thought was going to be the most boring segment of the night uh-huh. turned into probably what i would say was a sleeper segment of the night uh
0: i thought that i thought there was i thought it ended with the brawl i thought it left a really good taste in her mouth mm-hmm. i watched it again uh. and um the scripting is so bad and michael cole just keeps going can you sign the contract please can you sign the contract please and and she like uh. okay so <laughs> michael cole hosts the segment. hosts the segment Paige and Charlotte cut promos back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paige says that she's using Charlotte. Charlotte says, you're not doing a very good job because I'm the champion. And then Paige says, I'm going to win the championship. And then Charlotte says that you're not a champion and I fight and I'm strong and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. The scripting is not very good. No, the scripting um, wasn't very good. Charlotte's delivery isn't necessarily bad. It's just that she's not given anything good to work with. And then they start talking about her dead brother. And I don't really know what's going on, but people are crying and it's weird. And I don't really care for it. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Charlotte says that she fights every day for her brother and, and she's gonna that's all the fight and all of her family fights strong and then Paige says there wasn't a lot of fighting your brother was there
1: because he died what? why? And why are you doing this? and then that's where it turned into my favorite segment of the night. Beating the shit out of each other everywhere. Because Charlotte looked so fucking yep. pissed yep. and beat the crap out of page she was mean yep and that was fucking sick yep that is what i'm talking about whenever i complain about oh the divas revolution isn't giving us shit for what it's supposed to yep because there's no substance here i fucking hate (laughs) page what like there was no need to say that no but
0: exactly but she's a heel and so they did that yep uh i think my problem is that like it just felt like, let's have a, you don't, I don't even want to say like, oh, you don't have to do that. It's just that like, there's no other story. I think the story outside of it could be played up just as well without this. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, and your brother died. And it's like, oh, I don't really understand why we're going to this place. But all right. And I guess we're going to go to this place. Uh,
1: I don't, it just, it was weird. Yeah. It was Ugh, man, it turned into something so...
0: They just... They started talking about Charlotte's dead brother, and then, like, her actual dead brother. Her brother that really died, like, this... Like, recently. Yeah. like Like, this year. And then... Paige... Like... Paige was just like, yeah, your your dead brother didn't put up much of a fight. I just don't know that it needed that level... Because I thought that
1: there was so much more here, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? But you know what? Go, like, hey, I'm, I, I, oh, man, yeah, uh, I commend them for going for it. Yeah. That's, that's really, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool that they just went for it.
0: Yep. So, I don't know, that, that's it. But yep. we did it. We made it. that we made it through Raw and everything and that's the end of Raw and now we have Survivor Series this Sunday so we'll have a Survivor Series review mm-hmm. uh, next week and you guys can tune in for episode 86 but Brian mm-hmm. that's it episode 85 of the Go Home Show it's in the books uh, thank you guys for watching if you're tuning in on twitch.tv slash mega64 podcast thanks for watching along with us uh, if you want to re-listen to this episode uh, you can always find us on uh, iTunes give us a 5 star rating and say boy howdy these guys are great uh, great job! And they got scoops, and they're doing. Brian, is your scoop ready? It D- is.
1: What? It is here right now.
0: Your scoop is here right now. Yeah. Well, I was about to wrap up the show. We almost had it without a scoop.
1: Oh, I told you there was gonna be a scoop. Oh my god, son of a oh, bitch! Oh my god. All right. Did okay. You know. Okay, everyone, shut the fuck up. Wait, hang on.
0: Call out one person to tell them to shut All right, the fuck listen,
1: up. Listen, hey, listen, you piece of shit, Timmy. Uh huh. In the in the in, in the in the fucking go home show verse. Okay. You sit. You you sit down because mm-hmm. I'm going to say some words to you that you didn't know that were going to come out of my okay. mouth right okay. now. Okay. Here scoop. it comes. Scoops. Ready. Ready? Scoop. Ready. And scoop. Here it comes. Jerry the King Lawler. Lactose intolerant. <laughs> didn't you say that Dolph Ziegler was lactose intolerant? I might have. <laughs> but Eric. Yeah. Remember what connects them? What's that? Jerry the King Lawler uh-huh. got a heart attack. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. Dolph Ziggler uh-huh. dropped so many elbows on his chest, uh-huh. because when they found out that they were both lactose intolerant, <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler said, I'd rather be dead. And Dolph Ziggler obliged. <laughs> well, there you go. Episode
0: 85 of the Go Home Show. It's in the books. Uh, you can tweet at us. Let you Let us know what you think about that scoop. At Go Home Show. You can find us on Tumblr, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, facebook.com slash The Go Home Show. Uh, if you want to rewatch this episode, youtube.com slash Eric is where you can do that. Next week we'll be streaming again, uh, 7 45 Pacific on uh, twitch.tv slash Mega 64 Podcast. We want to tune in live uh, with the folks that we have here in the chat. But uh, in the meantime, episode 85 of The Go Home Show, it's in the books. Brian! Are there any parting words that you have for these uh fine feathered folks uh before
1: we get out of here? Yeah, I I left ice cream out. I have to go home. Front door's the other way. <laughs>